If you're trying to learn four invaluable soft skills I picked up from spending time with a public health powerhouse, then sure to stick around. Hey everyone, Omari here, CEO and founder of the Public Health Millennial, where we help you learn, navigate, and transform your public health career. In today's episode, I want to talk about what I learned from Dr. Kamara Jones. I put a poll on Instagram asking if you all wanted to hear about these takeaways that I had, and it was a resounding and overwhelming yes. So here it goes. I got to spend time with Dr. Kamara Jones at the Black Council on Health Conference a few weeks ago, as well as got to have dinner in a group setting with her. It was truly an honor to spend that time with her, and I picked up on some soft skills that she really exudes. And I think that we all can take and apply to our lives and in our public health careers. Before I hop in, I want to give some context to who this lady, who is Dr. Kamara Jones, uh, just in case you didn't know, and there'll be more stuff linked below if you are interested. She is an anti-racist practitioner, family physician, and epidemiologist who focuses on naming, measuring, and addressing the impacts of racism on the health and well-being of the nation. She seeks to broaden the national health debate to include not only universal access to high-quality health care, but also attention to the social determinants of health, including poverty and the social determinants of equity, including racism. She was the American Public Health Association president from 2015 to 2016 and was a senior fellow at the Satcher Health Leadership Institute and the Cardiovascular Research Institute at Morehouse School of Medicine. She's also a TEDx speaker where you may know her from. It's where I know her from originally. She did a TEDx titled Allegories on Race and Racism. And as I said, all of these are linked below. You may think that the things I'm about to say are very simple and everyone does these things, but it's far from true that everyone does these things. And I've interacted with many people, whether that's through the Public Health Millennial or through my full-time job. And many times you do not get these small, soft skills from people that can really amount to a lot when you're interacting with people. So I will just go through these and I hope that these are helpful. And I think these are things that we can all apply and do more in our lives and our public health careers. And it would really help us to be more engaged and just to really accelerate our careers. The first thing I wanted to lift up is that she learns people's names. Remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. This is really simple, yet really important. How many times in your life have you been called by a wrong name and how did that make you feel? And then when someone actually takes the time to ask you a name, and maybe they asked it five minutes ago, but they forgot, but they want to ask again. And then they ask, oh, is, is this pronounced this way or that way? One of the first things that I do when I'm about to interview someone for the podcast is I ask them, how do you pronounce your name? Or how would you like to be called in this show? Because I think that is the foundation of our names. That's the first thing that we know many of the times. And, the, and one of the things that we think is so beautiful, it's our names. So just taking that additional time to just really understand what someone's name is or asking again to understand, hey, is this your name? Is this how you pronounce it? Is this what you want to be called? Is so fundamental. And this is something that she did all the time. <laughs> like we were around the dinner table. One of the things that we did is we went around and said our names. This is just such something that's so simple that all of us can do to make someone that we are speaking with feel more heard and seen. And I think this is important as public health professionals and practitioners. So learn people's names. Don't be embarrassed to ask someone their name again. Be sure that you're calling them the right name. Be sure you're pronouncing it the right way. 
never feel bad about asking to confirm, hey, is this how you say it? Is this how you prefer to be called? These are important things that can really take you far. The second thing I wanted to highlight was her enthusiastic curiosity. It was really, really amazing just to see like how enthusiastic she was around asking, listening, and speaking. Many times we think as you get world renowned and you become this this public health practitioner that's so high up and doing this amazing work that you just can't be enthusiastic about things. But one of the simple things I saw Dr. Jones do is just like, what do you mean by that? Or she just have like childlike engagement. She'd be like, ooh, ooh, you know how a, how a child is like, they want to answer a question and they're like jumping out their seat to answer it. That is how she was. She was, she was like this throughout the entire conference. She was like this during dinner. She was just so enthusiastic. It's like, whatever you were saying right now is the most important thing in the world. And to that point, she was just listening and being so engaged with it. It's like, she was like sitting down there thinking and you can see her brain moving. You can see, you can see the gears just moving. And she's like, huh? Hmm. Huh? And then after she listening, she would speak and she would, she would like acknowledge what you just said and then add more to the conversation or ask you a question to dig a little bit deeper. Or like she would ask, what, what do you mean by that? Because she really wants to understand. And that enthusiastic curiosity was something that I thought was really awesome. I, I find it so hard to find people in this world that are talking with that kind of enthusiasm in their voice who are like sitting and being engaged and just so excited to hear what you have to say. If we are able to exude this type of enthusiasm towards others, do you, do, could you imagine how that can make them feel? How they can feel so seen and heard and they just want like, oh my God, like Omario is just listening to me. I just, I just want to talk to him because he makes me feel so seen and heard. That's what, that's what we should be trying to shoot for in public health when we're talking to anyone. And this is not, not only just in public health, in our lives as well. It's like, how can we embody that, that childlike curiosity, that childlike enthusiasm about anything, the simplest thing. It, it could have been the simplest thing that she probably has heard many, many times, but yet she still sat there and was like, huh, hmm. And, and you can see it. You can see it in her face that she is just like so engaged with everything that's going on. So I just want to just highlight that one. And building off of that, the next thing that I really appreciated was that she made people feel seen. And the three things that I wanted to highlight under this one is like, eye contact. She was making direct eye contact with you. She was listening to understand, not just to respond. And she was ensuring everyone at the table was heard. Eye contact is one of the hardest yet easiest things we can do to connect with another human being. I've done a couple eye gazing sessions while I was doing some breath work. And I can tell you, it is very difficult to just sit down next to a stranger and look them straight in their eyes. But after those first few seconds of uncomfortability, then you really get to understand and see someone for who they are. You get to peer into their heart and just see like, wow, this is a human being with all the dynamics that are going on in my head. It's going on in their head. They have deep lives that we cannot imagine and fathom, but we're still able to connect through our eyes. We're still able to communicate through our eyes. So the next time you're sitting with someone, whether that's new or old, like look them in their eyes, speak to them in their eyes. And just feel that, feel that humanity, that raw power of that humanity. Listening to understand. This was kind of like what I spoke about before. She would sit there and she would just be engaged in what that person had to say at that point in time. Whether that was during the conference and people were doing panel presentations or at the dinner table. She was just listening. 
and listening. And then from there, she would be like, huh, can you tell me more about that? Can you explain that? Why is that? I'm just trying to understand, like, why are you thinking or seeing things in this way? And that's something that we can do all. We can all do these things in our lives. And then ensuring that everyone at the table is heard. How many times have you gone to an event or been in a space and you feel like either yourself or someone else just wasn't given the opportunity to be heard? This was not the case with Dr. Jones. She made sure when we sat around this dinner table, we were in a circle, it's probably like nine of us. She made sure to, to see if someone wasn't talking for a bit. She would change the conversation and just shift to them, look at them and like ask them something and then listen and then respond and then just make people feel very seen. And I think these are important, simple things that we can do. Like just make sure that you're making eye contact, you're listening to understand people and you're ensuring that you're giving space and giving the opportunity for people to be heard. And then the last thing that I just wanted to highlight was like her emotional intelligence. I think everything I spoke about today was uh, comprised of emotional intelligence and just speaking about how important that can be for not only being a good professional, but showing up and making people feel understood and important. So really reading the room, understanding what's going on and then interjecting herself, but not in a way that is dominating, but in a way that is opening up herself, her knowledge, the experiences that she's had while also not diminishing what other people can bring to the room. And I think this is so important, especially as we are climbing those career ladders to really understand, wow, you know, we can learn just as much as people are learning from us and just being willing to accept that because too many times we think that we know everything or we're not open to understanding what other people have to say. And this was not the case with Dr. Jones. These are simple skills that we can all develop, very simple skills that we can all develop to make us better people, to make us better public health professionals. This can help us to listen, to learn, and to show up, to just be better for, for the people that we're trying to work with, for the communities that we're trying to work with and serve. It's so important. So just to recap everything, I think it's so important, like learn people's names. It's the sweetest sound to that person. Learn their name, pronounce it properly. Ask them, how do you want to be called? Be enthusiastic and curious about everything. Asking, listening, speaking. Be engaged. Show this person that you're speaking with that, wow, you mean the world to me right now. I am present with you right now. Make people feel seen. Give them eye contact. Listen to understand and let people have a voice at the table. Create that space for them. And then build out your emotional intelligence. This is important as you're trying to navigate public health, whether that's in a community setting or academic setting or whatever setting. Having emotional intelligence will really set you apart from others that don't. People really gravitate to people that are able to be emotionally intelligent and that help them feel seen and heard. So these are simple things that we can all do. And I think these are things that I learned. And I, I was like, wow, you know, these are just so simple. These are so simple, but Dr. Kamara is like exuding this at every, every interaction I had with her. It was all of these just kind of embodied in her. So how can we embody these skills? How can we embody these personas? We just need to practice. These things only take practice. And just being honest with yourself, reflecting with yourself, and taking steps to be more aware of how you're showing up and how you engage with people. 
So that's all I have for today, y'all. When I was writing down the key points from this, I was not excited as, as I was as I was talking it out with y'all. But I think it just gives me so much hope for all of us out there to know that while we, we are developing this knowledge and this expertise, we, all need to, we also need to develop ourselves as persons and humans who can interact with people who we actually do in this work with. So just be sure that while you're still learning and educating yourself, that you're also taking the time to reflect and understand and build these skill sets that would set you apart and make you emotionally intelligent so that people feel seen and heard. We need more people who can sit down and make others feel seen, heard, and want to speak up more. So if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're looking for public health content to hit your email inbox, I have job opportunities, internships, and other insights. Hit that link below. But if not, I will see you all next week. Thank you all for tuning in. Like, subscribe, share it with a friend. Peace, everyone.